Welcome to Forte Catholic Radio. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. It is a beautiful and scorching hot day here in Bryan College Station, Texas, at the currently melting Red Sea Radio Intergalactic Studios. No matter how you listen to this, whether you're listening on the radio in uh, three different states, or you're listening on the podcast, welcome in. We've got a fun show for you today, a very summertime show. We're just going to chill out, have some conversations. Uh, here's what we're doing. Here's our lineup for the day. I'm going to introduce a couple people here in the studio in a minute. We're going to talk about Camp Basic, our junior high summer camp that we just got back from, and we're all very, very exhausted. Um, so, so let's, let's well, here. Then we're going to talk to Scott Solom, Professor Scott Solom. Who was who is the professor of a class that I was in? I was the only person in his class on RCIA. Not not to be confused with the RCIA class. I know it's very confusing, but a class in grad school about RCIA. I have tried to book this man for a very long time, and his kids keep getting injured the night that we're supposed to do the interview. So for the next 18 minutes while you're listening to this podcast, you need to be praying that he doesn't have a personal tragedy happen to him because every time he tries to come onto my show, that's what happens in his life. Um, so uh, watch out if you ever want to come onto my show, a personal tragedy might strike. <laughs> also, in the final segment, we're going to be talking uh, to a couple kids that I met in Detroit and playing a little game with them. So let's do this. Sam is here. Producer Sam, what's up, girl? Nothing much. Living the life, you know. Yeah, you weren't here last episode. It's nice to have you back. It's true. I, I was not here. I feel like every time you're in here recently, it's nice to have you back because you missed the last one. It's true. I did. You've been missed. Aw. Sam? Mm-hmm? What did you do last week? I was at Camp Basic last week. No way. I was there, too. you. That's insane. My boss told me I had to be there. Well, I didn't have a choice. What a meanhead. I know. Whoever that guy is. <laughs> he sounds hideous. Oh, that's not true. Hopefully he doesn't have a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I'm done with you. Okay. Uh, the other person is in the studio for the second time ever, because last year after Camp Basic, he came on. He was just a punk high school kid, and now he's a, a I don't know if I want to say grown man, but... Better than high school. Better than high school. So, Mr. Hunter Batten. Oh, hey. You got cheers, Hunter. Isn't it so nice to have me back? It is. Hunter, stop moving and start talking to that microphone. What are you doing, dude? Nothing. I'm just chilling right now. I'm talking on the radio show. Yeah. Uh, Where'd you get that accent from? Uh, Got it from Grandpa. Not going to (laughs) lie. (laughs) <laughs> you're just gonna uh so the whole show uh hunter's just gonna read us uh c spot run books absolutely c spot run c <laughs> spot nail <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're, we're gonna be talking about camp basics so <clears throat> let's see hunter let's see if you paid attention at all all week i'm gonna be i'm gonna make be making sure that both of you were paying attention last week all right uh you first what was our theme for our junior high summer camp last week, Hunter Batten? The Avengers. No. A symbol. Yes, Sam. Good job. So <laughs> it yeah. is all surrounded by the Avengers, and obviously it goes together like Avengers Assemble, right? Um, 
so we, we used the Marvel characters. It was all based off of the Infinity War movie that came out a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. We had some pretty sweet shirts. I'll, I'll post a picture of them when, when, the, when this episode comes out on, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Taylor Schroll, S-C-H-R-O-L-L, or Forte Catholic on Facebook. I'm, I'm going to make, make sure to put a picture up of, uh, <clears throat> essentially, there's all these heroes, and then Jesus is the real hero, right? So he was in the middle. So Sam... You've yes, already gotten one. Uh, this isn't going to go well with Hunter. I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> you got one right. And you know what, Sam? People yes. love you. I've, I've held on to this for for weeks because you just never show up to the show anymore. That's not true, um, but okay. Our last iTunes review, uh-huh. Sam, uh, it's from somebody named Toon Talker. You have any idea who that is? Like Mm-mm. that's their like iTunes name? Mm-mm. Toon Talker says on June 20th, Laugh and learn every episode. That's definitely about me. That's not about you at all. That makes sense. But laugh and learn. That's all. But plus, Sam! Exclamation point. <laughs> Such a good sport. And like, I don't know if anything <laughs> anything could describe you your role in this show any better. But being a good sport, put it up with me. I like that. And it says everyone needs a Sam in their life. Aww, isn't that sweet? That's Sammy so sweet. Chips. So, what would you like to say in response to Toon Talker? Toon Talker. I will be your Sam anytime you want to come be on a radio show. I got gotcha. you. All right. So, Toon Talker, <laughs> if you want to reveal yourself. Hunter, are you Toon Talker? Is it uh, Hunter? I'm absolutely not Toon Talker. <laughs> Dang it. I, 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 I'm from the country. I don't even know what an iTunes is. <laughs> 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 okay. So, now we're going, now that we've, we've gotten established who's in, who's in the building. Well, Hunter, you do something cool with your life. Um, you, uh, you play the sports ball. I do play the sports ball. <laughs> yeah. What, what you, where you been this last year, buddy? So here's the deal, because there, there are some people for some crazy reason that have been listening to the show for over a year and they heard you as a high school student last year. Where have you been the last year? Well, in the fall, I went to Howard Payne. I had a good season, rushed for over a thousand yards. I got first team all conference. So I got offers from bigger schools. So I actually transferred after the fall to the spring. I transferred to Tarleton, and I'm there right now. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were still over there. That was the fans screaming. That's we exactly love you, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Just like well, that. Congratulations, man. That's really cool for you. Yes, sir. Thank you. You don't want to know how your freshman season in sports in college went differently than mine? Let's hear it. Yours went very well. You got offers from bigger schools, and you took one of those offers and went there. Right. I ran track and raced against Olympians um, two weeks before the the second to last meet of the year. I decided that day, I'm never doing this ever again. Wow. (laughs) And and, and, and I quit. So I was like, I have no future in this. God just likes those people more, or at least he liked them more at their conception. Right. He touched them more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't like me. So, um, so in in ranking of of just physical gifts that God gave us, I think that in this room, God definitely loved you more at the beginning. <laughs> I'm a very close second. And Absolutely. S- and Sam, S- Sam, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just need to talk about what gifts are we talking about here. I am really good at almost beating Hunter. At ping pong, so keyword almost. Yeah, almost. but it was by two points, and we went into overtime. 
We, we did were, go we, into overtime. We Hunter, you were using your 11. left hand. What, <gasps> what, what hand were do you, you play with? Were you with your left hand? I absolutely was. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm legitimately so upset. Are you lying right now? But I will have to back up, Sam. She can dance. Oh, that's true. I can't, she can dance. Boom. Well, she does have a gift. dance. That's, that's Hunter because he's the country boy. <laughs> I should have did a cow sound again. Dang it. I missed my opportunity. Every time Hunter talks, just have cows <laughs> just in the background. The cows. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be so funny. Okay. So, Camp Basic. Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, our theme was based on the Avengers. The mm-hmm. actual theme was assembled. Thanks for paying attention, Hunter. Oh, you're um, welcome. Anytime. <laughs> I know uh, reading is hard for football players, but you definitely have a shirt that says assemble. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So every so all day, we just played and played and played. We have we had a blob. Which okay on the blob it's hilarious because they have like a, I think it's like a forty pound limit. Oh yeah. Like, do you have to be within forty pounds of the person that you're blobbing? So if you've never been on a blob before, it's essentially just this big, uh, long oval shaped balloon filled with air. Mm. There's a a platform that's like the, it would be like jumping off the second story of a house. Somebody right. lands on this big balloon. Somebody's sitting on the other side, and obviously when somebody hits it the air pushes the other person up and they go flying into the air. Right. So you don't want it to be too crazy, but uh, my I, I, I'm good at weighing a lot. That's one of the things I'm very good at. <laughs> very, so, very good. Yeah, so I weigh around 245, depending on the time of day. <laughs> 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 Have I eaten three meals yet? Have I not eaten three meals yet? Have I eaten six meals yet? Have I not <laughs> eaten six meals yet? So there was this kid that weighed 120 pounds. Okay. So that's not within the 40-pound range. That no. Does not so the it. person that worked at the camp said, well, how much do you weigh? And I said, 105. <laughs> and I just waked. He's like, whatever, man. <laughs> so <laughs> I went and blobbed this kid, and he went absolutely flying. So we, I mean, we had an absolute blast on the blob. We had, like, obstacle course races across the camp. Mm-hmm. We played in the pool. Hunter, what was your favorite game thing that we did? The blob, absolutely. Absolutely. I blobbed kids very high. <laughs> Sam, we already know how active you are. What was uh, your favorite part of camp? My, my favorite part was being in the AC, <laughs> um, playing ping pong. And there was one point where I went out into the pool and I sat a chair in the shallow end of the pool and I took the lifeguard's like little umbrella and I put it over me and I sat and watched kids play in the pool. I You're thought I thought, uh, I thought your favorite part was getting your gift. You know your award. Oh my gosh! Uh, Hunter and Seth uh, like messing with Sam. That's that's a different story that for is... a different day. <laughs> but uh, let's just keep po- pushing uh, Sam's buttons over here. All right, understatement. Uh, absolute blast during the day, and then every night we would. Uh, I mean, it is church camp. We got to do something churchy, right? right so right, e- right. every evening we would do some kind of different activity that would lead into our talk and our time of of prayer and worship. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um. The first night, Hunter, I'm going to let you try to redeem yourself because I know I know you probably weren't paying attention. All right. So the first night, y- y- you can do two. Every talk had a different Marvel character attached to it and was about a different topic. Can you tell me either of those things for me? I know night? what both of them are. I know you d- You helped me make them. The first <laughs> night was citizenship and encouragement. Citizenship? What are you talking about? No, community. 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 Yes. community. Citizenship. And encouragement. <laughs> were, you, were you mouthing it to him? No. No, I actually Citizen. knew that. Citizenship. Citizenship was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I should have done the cow. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Can cows have full, full rights of citizens? Um, 
Community yeah, was the answer. Community. community. And, and encouragement, encouragement. which yes. so very funny. People that have listened to the show before know that I'm very, very sarcastic, <laughs> and I emceed this entire week. Right, so it's really funny, like talking around the importance of encouragement when I'm like, "Shut up, kids! <laughs> you gotta be quiet. And listen to me." And uh, you know, they'd be like, you know, like essentially how I get kids to be quiet is if they say something sarcastic to me, I say something worse, sarcastic back, and right. then everybody goes, "Oh!" and then they stop. Right? Exactly. So that's not the most encouraging way to do it, but it works. It does <laughs> so, work. So we talked about encouragement, and here's here's kind of the. Do you know the the Mar- Marvel hero? You're like cracking your knuckles. I can hear it in my headphones. Nate Fury. Nate, stop! <laughs> ma- I mouth that time. Stop mouthing things to him. I Sorry. knew that. Nate Fury. It's not Nate. Nick's brother, Nick. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury. So just like in the Avengers, Nick Nick Fury is the person that called all the Avengers Avengers together. He's the one that got them to assemble, right? right they were all right, just right. kind of doing their own thing. They're powerful on their own terms. But he's the one that brought them together. Um so our our verse for that day was Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25, don't give up on meeting together as some have the habit of doing of doing, but gather together and encourage one another. Right, mm-hmm. so, I remember that. Right, th- of course you do. Of course you do. You you just have a stellar memory and you're always paying attention. Um so yeah, the importance of like we need to gather together as a community and we need to encourage each other, right? Mm. Um Sam. Yes. Uh you should know what happened Tuesday night because I do. uh a certain producer of mine gave this talk. Yes. What'd you talk about? The Tuesday better night? producer gave this talk. The better producer. I don't wow. Know. I was just saying that. Calling out False. previous producers no, for unprovoked okay, wait. attack. Wait, wait, I did not mean that by that comment. What I meant. I, I don't care what you meant. Talk okay, about Tuesday. I talked, <laughs> and my talk was about the importance of friendship and loving the outcasts. So that's what I talked about. And who was your hero? I talked about lots of heroes. I talked about Spider-Man and Ned because Spider-Man is my favorite. I talked about Black Widow and I talked about Hawkeye. I talked about Bucky and Captain America and their friendships. Okay, so in all of their friendships, if you don't know the Marvel movies, I'm sorry. This next four minutes isn't going to make any sense to you. It's true. But in all of their relationships, there's struggle, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's always conflict. Um, so there's a verse in, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, there are friends who bring ruin, but there are true friends more loyal than a brother. Mm. So, uh, like Ca- Captain America and, and Bucky, like Bucky was seen as this terrible person, mm-hmm. but Captain America's like, no, he's my friend. Like I'm going to st- stick with him through thick and thin. And that, that, that's the kind of friendship that we're called to, um, right. that we're all called to. Right? right. Cool. Any other thoughts on yours? No. Okay. Wednesday night, Kevin Kapczynski talked. Hunter? Yes. What did Kevin talk about? Uh, he talked about loving yourself. Um. <laughs> you should go and love yourself. Absolutely. Okay. W- what else? There was a certain person. A, that, kind of a big deal. There's cer- a certain person that's, yeah, kind of a big deal. Pretty important. Uh, Sam, stop mouthing things to him. Hunter, look at me. <laughs> Who's the most important person that's ever lived? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, so who did Kevin talk about? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you would have said Gandhi, I'd have kicked you out. So, um, and this is where we got to our theme verse, which I'm going to say the verse, then I'm going to share an interesting tidbit that I'd never thought about before that I actually caught myself doing when I was emceeing. So the first is Matthew eighteen twenty. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So we just talked about like all week talked about community and friendship. It's like now like right. where 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 two or three people are gathered, 
like Jesus is there. Like Jesus is here for us as a community. I never noticed in that verse until that night though. Cause like we were talking about like a personal prayer, like when you, like the next night we were talking about like, Oh, when you go home, like we're not going to have this community. Like you need to pray in your room. And I'm like, well, this, 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 uh, this verse doesn't really work too well for praying in your room. That was funny. Dang it. I need a second person for Jesus to show up. It's like, I don't think that's true, but it is, it was kind of a little funny thing. I was like, well, whatever. I'm changing the verse. <laughs> you played it off. Well, I liked it. Right. Uh, yeah, I never thought about it until the minute I was talking about it <laughs> up on the stage. So, and then, yeah, finally, I kind of already introduced it. But um, our last our last night, Brian talked, who's, who's a big fan of the show, been on the show twice in the last couple of months. And he is a magician. Mm-hmm. He did some magic, talked about. To me. To you, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he he definitely messed with your mind. So uh, yeah, he, he uh, on me. it doesn't take it doesn't take much though. Um, <laughs> it's that Aww. football brain cow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Got it. So he talked about Doctor Strange, and right. if you haven't seen the movie, again, I'm, I apologize uh, because that means you need to go watch it on Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, I mean, what do you even do? If you like? exactly, <laughs> so, um, Doctor Strange, he hurts his hands, and it's like, what's next? What's next for him? Right, he's he's a doctor. He works with his hands. That's his whole deal. But when something happened and it changed him, and how how is how did he respond to that change? The same thing for us at that camp, or anytime any of us have a have an encounter with God, like we're going to be different. How are we going to be different? How are we going to take the next step in our faith? How are we going right. to go back to our normal life? How are things going to change and and continue to get better? So. It was a great week. So much fun. We will be right back with Professor Scott Solom to talk about RCIA. If you don't know what that means, stick around. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is Taylor Schroll. It's not very often that I have a guest cancel on me. Today's guest has canceled not once, but twice due to personal tragedy. Professor Scott Solom, my friend, how are you doing this evening, sir? Taylor, thank you for having me on. I'm doing fantastic. I'm here in sunny and beautiful Steubenville, Ohio, where, as you know, I work as a teacher for theology here at the beautiful Franciscan University, and shortly I'll be heading home to see my beautiful wife and five kids, and I've got, as you know, three teenagers, which keeps me um, busy and prayerful, and then two (laughs) younger ones who keep me happy and joyful. (laughs) I'm I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I hope your teenage teenagers don't listen to this. Like, yeah, my teenagers don't make me happy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, crap! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, they're, they're they're all wonderful. They're all wonderful, of course. Okay, so your your children have had a big impact on this show, and I don't believe I've ever met any of them. So, <laughs> I, I I tried to schedule. I went back and looked. The first time we were supposed to do this interview that we are doing right now, Sam, what's what's the date today? It is July 17th, 2018. Good job, Sam. Thanks for your help. <laughs> um, almost a year ago, it's like three weeks away, we were supposed to do this interview. Almost a year ago, on August 15th, 2017. 
I remember it well. Okay. I'm telling you what, believe me, I would rather have been speaking with you on the air, talking about wonderful and holy things, and perhaps receiving some uh, some verbal abuse from you as well, than, amen. Uh, than and what amen. was actually happening, which is, we were in the middle of a vacation, and I was very happy to speak with you during vacation, because I'm a giving person, <laughs> and my one kid broke out, this is embarrassing to say, I won't say which kid it was, in a terrible rash, like... Whoa, inexplicable, this looks bad, big blisters, it's spreading, get into the hospital kind of rash. And we were about five hours uh, out of town, uh, away from Steubenville. And so we kind of just all points bulletin, packed it in, got the kids, ended our vacation, and just drove home as fast as we could. It was scary. It ended up being just fine. Nothing some medicine can't cure. But um, anyways, I think I've got a pretty good excuse on that score in, in any event. You do, but, but, but I'm sorry. You do. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't think you are because you, you took a year to fix the problem. Um, also, uh, one thing Good that's thing great about now, and it's it's kind of because of people like you that I don't do the yeah. show live anymore. <laughs> because, like, here's what happened. I called you. You mean people who are fathers taking their family on vacation, intending to possibly life-threatening illnesses? It's for people like me. Yeah, exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. Fine. Just the heroes of America, just like you. <laughs> um, the the future saints, just like just like Professor yeah, Scott God Saul. God bless us all. So, uh, on live shows, here's what I used to do. I don't do this anymore, but this is what we would do. We'd do an 18 second, uh, 18 second segment. That's what most people wish I did. 18 minute segment, <laughs> and then we'd take three minutes for commercials, PSAs, and then in that three minutes, I would call the guest. And I would say, all right, let's get the connection going. Let's get your levels. We're ready to go back on. In that three minutes I called you, you're like, nope, not happening. So I had to go live with absolutely no notes. (laughs) (laughs) What did you talk about, by the way? I I have absolutely no idea. It was a year ago, Scott. (laughs) You should have have extolled the virtues of your wife. And let's see here. After that, I'm not sure. I don't know what extol means. Is that a good or a bad thing? To proclaim A Proclaim. Okay. Good. Uh, you're a professor at a university. I don't know these big words. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and I do want to add before I forget, if I can just throw this in. I remember, I, I remember we had class together, and you were the brightest student in the whole class. Do you remember that? You were fantastic. I was. I, I, I knew as you I were rec- going places. As I recall, I was also the dumbest. <laughs> well, you were the only student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was really a fantastic class, though, to have one-on-one time to really kind of be able to go deep in certain areas and explore various dialogue and things. That doesn't usually happen. It was fantastic. And honestly, you really were a great student, uh, much more mature, well-versed, and had that background and experience in ministry already as you came here to Franciscan University. And um, the biggest thing I remember about you, besides the fact that you would pick on me for being on my phone when I was on a date with my wife. That's not called picking on. I'm trying to better you as a person. (laughs) You you were calling me on. I was counting calories. I was counting calories. That's what I was doing. And my wife is okay with that. For 45 minutes? (laughs) I I was counting them one at a time. (laughs) But I remember, what I think Taylor Schroll, I think, this is is true. This is not, this is is serious. I think... Awesome soul singer. Does your audience realize that you actually are a legitimate, legitimate soul? Like you have a, a, an awesome voice. Well, thank you. you really, I, I, I appreciate really, I that. You post no, some of your stuff. No one, no one ever says anything nice about me around here. I'm glad ah. somebody came on and did. Well, you meet students who say, oh, "I'm in the music, or I do this or that," and sometimes you know you never quite know what that actually means. But then you came in and, and showed me that recording of you singing. It was legit. It was awesome. 
That's what I do I with most people. I just I just walk around and be like, here, here's a recording of me singing. Tell me I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I make friends. My mama taught me well. <laughs> and influence people. I'm sure. <laughs> how to win friends. Yeah. Win friends. What an odd concept. Okay. So that class, uh, that class was about RCIA, and you are the master of RCIA around them parts up in the Steubenville, Ohio. Oh dear. So, okay. So, um, what is your role with RCA? Why are you the master that I brought in to talk about this? Well, I didn't know I was the master until very recently. But other than that, you know, I've, I've, I should say I've got some experience in RCIA and, um, but from being in Texas. Uh, I was in College Station, Texas there in, the, uh, in a parish that was uh, pretty much bicultural. And it was a small enough parish where we had to kind of do all things and be all things for all people, so to speak. And I learned how to do RCIA there, actually, in College Station, Texas, at the St. Thomas Aquinas Parish. And um, right down after the road. that, we just, yeah, just, it's, uh, by the way, I love Texans. I love the food. The people are actually friendly, and, and it's just easy to meet people. The brisket is ridiculous. Parish picnics are the way they really should be. But anyways, I, I digress. I went up to... to um, to uh, to Minnesota, and there I worked for three parishes. It was like a, a situation that's fairly common these days, unfortunately, where parishes are closing down, or one pastor has to cover three parishes. So there we did RCIA, three different parishes, but one RCIA process. And I should say the parishes was it was the classic Italian church on Third Street, the German church on Fifth Street, and they hated each other for the most part. <laughs> And I was the person who was hired to help bring these parishes together under the pastor. So now we're doing RCIA with you know multiple parishes, and how do you figure out to integrate a person into their actual parish, but do it the whole process in common? That was unique. And then I came here at Franciscan University and did RCIA on campus with college students, which is totally different, not just because college students tend to relate to RCIA as... You know, I go to class, I study things, I go to RCIA, I learn things, it's very informational, and they might forget the transformational part, which is, of course, the most important. College kids also disappear at Christmas for four weeks, they disappear at spring break for a week, they're gone all summer. So having a kind of an initiation process with college students has its own kind of bag of problems. So anyways, along the lines of my life and just the way that the Holy Spirit blew, I happened to be helping with RCIA uh, in various settings and various contexts that were they're each different and each challenging and, and each wonderful in their own way. And I also happened to take you know a couple courses and learn from other people and have great pastors to help me along the way to understand how to help to mentor and guide people uh, through this process of conversion. So really, I'm still learning, and um, I'm still confronted with problems and difficulties and situations that I'm not exactly sure how best uh, to go about. But really, I think that's, that's how catechesis and evangelization is. You just kind of work with it and go with it and try new things and and um, make mistakes and just happily move along on, in, you know, under the guidance of the Lord. One day at a time, I suppose. I'm really good at the mistakes part. The, one of the biggest reasons that I that I brought you on <laughs> is that you, uh, in in this class that I took with you, yeah. I I fell in love with RCIA. I had never been around RCIA, and I, I truly fell in love with it for for a couple reasons. Like number one, like taking somebody because this is the right of Christian initiation for adults. It's the the way that people become Catholic who aren't. Catholic like that's a really cool ministry to be a part of but also like this process of RCIA the church has said over and over again I learned this from you that uh, all of our ministry mirrors the ministry of the RCIA so 
I, I want you to to walk us through this. And and before before we do that, actually, let's. I want to frame this whole conversation as the main reason we're talking about this is that most RCA programs start in August or September, like here in the next month or so. So yeah, if, sure. if, yep. if if you aren't Catholic and have been thinking about it and and may be interested in it. Um, you might be interested in this conversation. Or if you are Catholic and you're looking for a ministry to be a part of that's super exciting and, and really interesting and important, this is for you as well. So what does the RCA process look like, oh great master? <laughs> well, let me say two things about it up front, and then we'll just go from there, okay? So for the, as you said, right, of Christian initiation of adults, let's roll with that initiation portion first. Becoming Catholic, as you know, it's a radical commitment. And we're talking about giving our whole selves to Christ and receiving everything that Christ has to give and committing ourselves to this permanently. So it's a big fat yes to an extremely countercultural way of life. And it's for all the marbles, so to speak. And the, the church then you know, takes this seriously. So if you're a person who's interested in Catholicism, uh, the Catholic Church has a tried and true method for initiation and it's rooted in the ancient church. You know, the, we're talking St. Augustine, St. Ambrose, third and fourth century, the very early church, rooted in the way that they brought people slowly and in stages into the fullness of life that Christ has in store for us in the Catholic Church. And so, what the Catholic Church wants to do is to accompany all of these wonderful people on their journey towards the initiation through uh, the sacraments of baptism, Holy Communion. And confirmation. So first and foremost, it's an initiation process. Let's talk for a minute about the word process. I like, as you know, to, to, um, to use the analogy of marriage. I mean, typically you wouldn't meet someone and then say, hey, let's get married, because that would, first of all, just be awkward, and probably they'd say no. And if they said yes, it probably wouldn't work, because who the heck gets married to someone you don't know? Uh, never mind. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for you to say something. So I mean, the way it typically works, Taylor, is that you meet the person, you say hello, you get to know them a little bit, maybe there's some courtship, you go on a first date, right? And if the first date goes well, a second date. And if that begins to go well, maybe eventually you decide to date exclusively. What we used to call back in the 80s, going steady, whatever they call it these days. I have no I'm idea. So old. But you, you, I know. <laughs> I actually almost Googled what, how, do, how do kids talk about going steady these days? But <laughs> that's pathetic. But anyways, you, know, you move from courtship. <laughs> You move from courtship to steady dating, and gosh, you know, you get to know the person more and um, in a more deep and comprehensive way. And really, if there seems to be the grace there, if there seems to be the connection, if there seems to be the commitment and the desire, then you get engaged. And the engagement is really a commitment to go through with marriage, but even during the engagement, perhaps it's going to get broken up, but hopefully it, it, it concludes successfully in marriage. And then, of course, the rest of our lives, we live happily ever after resting on that grace of marriage. But you can see it's a process. It's slow. And it's in stages from that first date to marriage. There's a number of phases that you go through. And so with RCIA, it's a process, and it's slow, and it's in stages. So for a person who's considering even asking a few questions or just inquiring about the Catholic Church, what I would say is really the way the parish should be working is if you show up and you just have a little bit of interest, that's okay. No one's going to ask you to sign on the dotted line. No one's going to send you parish envelopes and ask you to, you know, financially commit yourself to the parish for the rest of your life. Well, and some parishes you will. Well. <laughs> some parishes will, and those parishes probably have a lot of money. So, you know, in, in, in fact, the, the goal of that first phase, just like dating, you know, first couple of dates, is really just to get to know the person, find out what their background is, and just in a really human way, just begin to get to know each other. 
and find out what are the person's questions, what are their interests, um, what's their religious background, if they happen to have one. And the job of the church then, that local parish, is to say, here is just the basic message. Here is just, in a nutshell, the whole point. God has a plan for us. He made us. He loves us. And in Jesus, he has overcome sin and death. And you're invited to say yes to Jesus. That's just that's just the basic good news. That's just the basic gospel message. And that's really what's happening in that kind of initial stage, that initial initial phase. Now, just like in the first date and the second date, if you think the person's pretty awesome and you want to get a little more serious. Yeah, if they're not on the phone the whole date, like some people. <laughs> Similarly, if you're in the if if you if you're if you're inquiring, if you're a person who's gone to a Catholic parish and you're and you're interested and you hear some of these things about who God is, who Jesus is, who we're called to be, and you say, hey. I'm interested. I want to go deeper. I want more of this. I want to get kind of you know, kind of more deep into this thing. Well, then you shift gears and you move into the next stage, that kind of steady dating type of type of stage, where really um, there's a relationship then between the parish and the person. And the job of the parish is to help the person, the inquirer, the candidate, to help them to understand what a Christian life looks like. This is supposed to happen by just simply hanging out with people who are faithful, by proclaiming the good news and deepening our understanding of the good news, all of its implications. And the parish also has an obligation really to help to nourish these people through blessings, what we call rites and R-I-T-E, through these rites by which God, by the authority of the Church given uh, by Christ, can grace these people and help kind of sustain them as they seek uh, to grow deeper in the relationship with the Lord. And so anyways, that's just the first two stages, but you can see it starts with this initial point of contact and the hello and how are you, and here's the basic point, then it deepens, and then it deepens again and gets more serious, and then there's a significant commitment, and it leads possibly all the way up to full initiation, which is, of course, baptism, Holy Eucharist, and confirmation. But I, need, I, I, I have to add quickly, it happens slowly and in stages according to the readiness of the candidate. So it's flexible. It's not like if I start in September, gosh darn it, by Easter I'm going to be a Catholic or not be a Catholic, but in any event, it'll be over. Really, it's, gosh, as you're ready, as the Holy Spirit moves you, as your conversion deepens, the Church is there to walk with you, to journey with you, to accompany you deeper into conversion. If you're not ready, that's okay. We're still friends. We can still hang out. And later on, if you feel the Spirit move you, then we'll move a little bit deeper. But it, it really is a, a certain um, tending to the individual person's needs and their journey. It's not kind of a cattle prodding start in September. And uh, I think of like, you know, the, a sausage factory. You just, in September, you put a whole bunch of different kinds of meats in there. And you just grind it up. And at the Easter vigil, you just shoot out a bunch of Catholic sausages. You know, that was a really bad <laughs> analogy, wasn't it? That is you the, get the, that is the he- most hilarious analogy on so many levels I've ever heard. First of all, <laughs> no one saying. would ever, ever say <laughs> that. Second of all, it would gonna... be hilarious because we haven't eaten meat on like oh all year. They would just have a sausage for everyone and happy Easter, everybody. I was gonna reel it in and it was already halfway out of my mouth. But you get the idea, right? It's hard. not like now a, you know how I feel on my radio show every day. <laughs> you know, that's the funny thing about teaching. When you're one on one or one on twenty, you can at least, you know, stop, go back and restart again. When you're on the radio, it just comes out and there's no going back. I'm sorry. So it's not a sausage factory. It's not a program that you're just tightly. No, no, to. no. We're gonna, we're gonna leave it there. We're gonna leave it there. Okay. I like the sausage factory <laughs> analogy. Yeah, I'm not great. letting you fix it. Um, All right. So we, we've we've got to wrap up. So how can people get uh, like involved in RCA? How can they help? What are the roles of of people that can help in this RCA process? 
Fantastic. Let me say a couple things about that. Uh, by all means, contact your local parish. Tell your pastor or whoever's in charge of faith formation that you're interested. Know that sometimes in the summertime, it's harder to get back to people if you work at a parish, as you might know, or if you work for a diocese. But if you're interested in RCA, by all means, you got to know it's a pretty big commitment. You, you need to have the capacity to form and maintain real friendships. And you have to be in fairly good spiritual health because it's really a battle. It's actually a, a, a real battle uh, in the spiritual realm, pushing back dark, darkness and welcoming the light of Christ. But that being said, whatever talent you might have, and I'm not kidding, making brownies and being really good at just saying hello and welcoming people, hospitality kind of a thing, hello. that's awesome. Music, if you are really good at music and you want to help to lead the praise and worship, that's awesome. If you just want to be there and give witness to the work of God in your life, that's super needed and awesome. If you happen to know the faith really well and can teach, that's great, but you don't have to. You don't have to be an actual teacher to be in the RCA process. It takes all kinds so that whoever's coming through the process can see this is what a Christian like it looks like, and that's what a Christian looks like, and that's what a, another kind of Christian looks like. There's just so many iterations of, um, of Christ's life working through the various people who are on the team. So by all means, it is such a rewarding process. It's real adult. It's real life. It's people who want to be there. It's your chance to share your faith. When we're baptized, we commit ourselves to sharing the faith. RCI is just one chance to get out there and say, hey, God has worked in my life, and here's how. So by all means, it's, it's a fantastic process to be a part of. Well, sweet. Hey, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I love talking with you. I'm, I'm missing you at, at the Bosco conference this year. I'm finally not there. I was disappointed that you didn't come. We have our John Bosco conference every year, every summer. It's here Franciscan. It's fantastic. I hope you come next year. you got to come. Uh, maybe. We'll see if my wife lets me out of the house for a week. <laughs> Bring it's, your a, wife. it's a very long drive for us from here in Texas. So, hey, <laughs> um, I always let people plug their, their, like, their stuff at the end, and I asked you at the beginning, you have a very interesting plug. What would you like to plug, sir? My plug is pray for me and my family. <laughs> I mean, we're all fine. We're all happy, whole, and complete as far as I can tell. I've got three teenagers. I could use all the prayer and graces that I can get. Thank you for that. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad there's not another personal family crisis on our third <laughs> time. Third time is the charm. Thanks a lot, Professor Thank Scott you, Solem. You're awesome. We'll talk to you again. Guys, we'll be right back for our final segment of the day. Peace. Oh yeah, we're back. So much fun. So most of the time, the way that I book people to come onto the show, uh, the most common way is through email. Every now and then, I'll send a message through Facebook Messenger or like Twitter. I'll slide into the DMs. Um, sometimes people like Hunter, who's been here all of today, will just literally show up without asking me and just be like, "Whatever, I'm going to be on the show now." Okay, I'm not going to fight you. Um, I, I do have to say, these next two guys that we're going to talk to today, this is a first in Forte Catholic history. Almost two years, 92 episodes, and I just booked two people to come onto the show through Snapchat. They are two guys that I met, two high schoolers that I met on my trip to Detroit for Young Neighbors in Action. And they've just been, uh, every time I've been, they just started following me on social media, on Snapchat, we got connected. They, they were that group that I told you about a while ago that says, uh, 
Taylor Cries During Star Wars. That's the name of the group that they made that I'm in with them. So they are here today to talk about our uh, little excursion in Detroit together and to play a little game against each other. They are, we're going to call them Cultra and Cooley because that's their names. How are we doing tonight, boys? Doing good. good. That's great, man. It's good to have in the area in which we live. I don't know if we can disclose that information. <laughs> you, you live in Illinois. Yes, that's that's fine. Uh, we're, this whole right. thi- this whole thing we're just going to do in code. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so y'all ca- cool y'all traveled from Illinois over to Detroit for this mission trip. My first question for you, I, I'll, I'll go with uh, let's go with Cooley first. Why did you want to go on this mission trip with your with your uh, with your group? I won last year. It was a good time. Uh, the year before, we were with a different organization. Found out we were going with a new one. Had to see the differences between them. And Young Neighbors in Action is definitely a better experience. Both because we got to meet you, Taylor. Dude, amen and amen. I don't know what it is about today's show, but everybody's being real nice to me. I kind of feel like I'm going to be fired after the end of the show. Like, everybody's real nice until you get fired. It's like, okay, we have to let you go at the end of the day. Like, this is the end of the show. I might be fired right now. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun getting to know you guys. Culture, what about you, man? Why'd you go? You know, it was kind of the same reason. We went on the trip last year to New Orleans. Kind of intense, but I had a good time with the people on it. So I was like, might as well come back, get some volunteer hours, meet new people, help out the community in Detroit, you know. Culture's real honest. He's like, yeah, definitely one of the big reasons was I needed service hours. Are you in some kind of uh, prison uh, employment? What's what's going on there? Well, we, we do not need service hours to graduate from our school, but they have the... Um, National Honor Society, where we need a minimum of service hours. So I reached that from the trip, which is nice to just knock out before the school year even starts. That's good for you, man. You're a, see, this is the reason I wanted to have you guys on because you're better people than me. I too was in NHS yeah. as a high school student, but I went to a total of two meetings in the three years that I was in it because one of my best friends, who will not be named, was on the like leadership board, and he just signed me in at all the meetings. So I was definitely a just great member of NHS. <laughs> so good for you oh, for yeah. actually sounds like uh, you for. Uh, it sounds like culture for big BPA. I don't, yeah. I don't know what those letters mean. Business um, Professionals of America. Oh, see, that's not me. That's why I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was some kind of yeah, Snapchat lingo that I didn't know. Member. So, okay. Not a big member, yeah. So you got there. That's what got you there. What was your favorite part of this week? This week that we spent together in Detroit, you, you said you liked it better than last year. Why'd you like it? Got um, more free time on it. Yeah, more, more free time. <laughs> That's what makes a good yeah. service trip, huh? Free time, not serving. <laughs> Honestly, uh, well, for me, oh, go for it. Well, the service was basically the same between the two, so you can't really compare I gotcha. between those. So you got to think of the other things, like the food at Young Neighbors in Action, 100 times better. Dude, I gained seven pounds. Camp. I gained seven pounds. No, don't say the name of the other one. Don't say the name of the other okay. one. It's just, okay, other one. The other I'm one. Jay. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I'm Jay. I love her. Dude, the food was really, really good. I gained way too much weight. I was ne- like, I, 
I'm a large man. I'm often very hungry. I wasn't hungry for one second the entire time I was there because they just fed us over and over and over again. It was all so good. Good stuff. You know, I was a big fan of them not enforcing the snack rules in the rooms. Like, I had a ton of snacks and was just chowing down. Yeah, they never found out. Don't tell me that. Like, I'm on the leadership for this. I was supposed to one that was part of the one that was part of my job to help you not do that. Uh, well, Taylor, I'm not going back. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> uh, I'm going to find out what site you're going to next time, and I'm going to come take all of your snacks. That's what I'm going to do. No, I, wow. you know what? Y'all enjoyed me there. I'm not going to show up. I'm going to find out where you go. I'm going to call the program director and your youth minister and tell them to go raid your room. Yeah. Yeah. Test. We had a closet next to our room. You just hit him in there. <laughs> See, this is the ingenuity of high schoolers that I absolutely love because this was totally me in high school. Uh, rules were made to be broken, but you can't make broken rules, Sam Shepard. Okay, so what we talked about why you went. We talked about the week. Culture, what, what was the big thing that you took away from the week? What's the biggest thing that you're going to remember? Biggest thing that impacted you? Like, what do you mean, like, just in general, or like the lessons I learned, sort it, of thing. And, and well, however you want to answer the question, man, it's your show. Okay, okay. So we'll go with the safe answer here. It was it was a good experience, kind of know the community that was sort of existed in Detroit and how we could help them, and even bring those lessons that we learned back to our community, sort of bring some change about here. That was that was a good time, good thing to know. Yeah, so what were some that of those lessons? That I picked up there. What were some of those things? Um, you know, there was a lot of poverty in Detroit. There were a lot of people who were struggling to get by on a day-to-day basis. And by helping them, well, we worked in a garden that they would sell the plants or give to the homeless or impoverished to eat. So, like, setting up a system for people to not be hungry anymore and have, like, a safe day-to-day meal was sort of a learning experience because from where we come from, I don't really have to worry about that. There's always a meal on the table for me. So that sort of opened my eyes to the other side of things. Yeah, and that's what these trips do for sure. I can totally I can totally re- relate with that. What about you, Cooley? What's the biggest thing you're taking away? Uh, I'd have to say just how appreciative people are when they are in need and, like, when they get something, that how appreciative they are in that situation. Just, just like, if you worked in the soup kitchen, everyone that was a client there was very appreciative of the work. People just walking by on the street seeing you working in the garden they were very appreciative of what we were doing and especially norm like, norm was a big oh yeah norm sorry norm was very appreciative of the help that we were giving him because without us he would have had to do a lot of the work that he had to do and he was like around 60 years old so what about hard work for him to do at the time yeah, yeah, so Norm, y'all, y'all love Norm. Norm was a, a, a lot of fun. He was the guy that was like leading y'all's, or he he was running the place that y'all were serving in, and y'all had a blast yep. with him. It was funny watching watching a, a bunch of high school white boys 
like fall in love with and vice versa this 60 60 plus year old african-american man from detroit it was it was it was a lot of fun so all right yeah speaking and speaking we're of, actually, oh go ahead um, we're we're kind of like well tomorrow we're hosting a chili cook-off for the homeless and impoverished who will be judges so we're kind of bringing that back from detroit i thought that was a good way to sort of bring our ideals that we learned back here you know Dude, you can't beat a chili cook-off, man. All right, here's what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to try to have some fun. Are y'all ready for this? We're going to test your your knowledge. We're going to test how good of Catholics you are. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It, did one of you say no? That was called Dude, Cooley went to Catholic school for nine years. I've been a public school boy my whole life. He's got the upper hand. 11, okay. Culture, culture. I am a product of public schooling. You got this, bro. You got this. All right, here's what we're doing. You're going to like this game, I promise. Uh, it's called, in, in honor of the Snapchat group that y'all made for me. By the way, who named that? Who named it Tyler I did, Kevin. Ke- Kevin did? No, I thought I did. Culture Kevin did? Told me I'm not that you sure. cried during Star Wars, so I said, let's make that the name. <laughs> All right, so in honor of that, we're going to play a game called Yoda or the Bible. Yoda from Star Wars or the Bible. So okay. I'm going. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give each of you one quote, and you have to tell me, is this Yoda or is this in the Bible? It's pretty simple. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I've never seen Star Wars, so this might be difficult. Who is that? That's Ultra. Oh, my gosh. Public school not seeing Star Wars. This is going to be really difficult, but this is what you get for uh, making, making fun of me all week. All right. Here, here you go, okay. Cultra. This is your first one. I still trust in you. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Do not lose your temper. It only leads to harm. Is that Yoda or the Bible? Definitely the Bible. That is correct. Good Yo, job. One oh, Cooley. Culture is winning. Oh, that's all the all time right. we have. Culture, you win. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, oh, nice job, all right, Cooley, this one's yours. Wars not make one or wars don't make one great. Wars don't make one great. I'll say the Bible. Incorrect. That is Yoda. Culture, you're winning oh. after round one. You did it, no. buddy. All right, culture, it's back up not to surprised. you. I'm the alpha. Decide you must how to serve them the best. I don't even, that's Yoda. Dude, culture's killing it, man. Culture's got two. Cooley, where you at, bro? Catholic schooling. All right. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. Bible. That is correct, sir. You're not going to have a zero. Good for you. All right, culture, let's see if you can keep your lead. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Bible. That is one of the most famous quotes from Star Wars, so incorrect, <laughs> sir. I thought, I thought saying the dark side was just like trying to mess me up. So, you know, I thought it would be reverse psychology. The dark side uh, warbled your voice there for a second, but we got you now. Uh, there are, all right, who is this? Cooley, you ready for this? Yeah. You can tie it yeah, up right sure. here. There are friends who destroy destroy each other, 
but real but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Can you repeat it? I sure can, without stuttering this time, Taylor. There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. That's Yoda. That is incorrect, uh, sir. That is Proverbs. We that's talked, the Bible. We talked about that verse earlier in today's show, ironically enough. Um, all right. It's, you still got the lead, Cultura. Two to one. We only got a couple left. Cultura, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. That's Bible. That is correct, sir. Three to one. Oh, my goodness. He's pulling away. You're just alternating. Cooley, can we do this? Truly wonderful, the mind of a child is. Yoda. That is correct, sir. All right, we got got one question left. Culture, if you get this right, it's over. Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. That's El Bibo. Bible, Bible. That is the Bible, and we have our winner. Culture takes it away. This is a wow, win for all public school. school children everywhere, like me. I'm so proud Shout of you guys. Public schools, public schools are superior to Catholic schools. I don't know about all that. I send my kids to Catholic schools, but hey, guys, we got a jet. This was so much fun. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being so much fun in Detroit. Thanks for playing the game, Cooley. Sorry for your loss, bro. Ah, it's a rough one. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, this was fun. Okay. Yeah, All thanks, right. Taylor. You're the man, I guys. Give a, sh- I give a shout out. Hurry up! You got ten seconds. Hurry up! Shout out to Lou Ridden for New Orleans and how he made such a great time. Thank you, Taylor. We're it was a great time. All right, All right, we're done. Shout out to Sarah Lesman. We gotta go. Be back next week. See ya. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, there's a few things that you can do to show your love. If you have not done so already, if you could like and rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast, it would definitely help me out. And I'll read your thing on the air, so you'll get a shout out for sure. Second, you can head on over to patreon.com slash fortecatholic. The Patreon's just booming man i'm just so much more content so much great behind the scenes stuff that isn't on the regular podcast uh you can help support the show while also getting some extra bonus content from the show that nobody else is getting other than the patreon community also uh, tell your friends about it uh share the podcast with somebody else uh share it on your social media whatever you can do it's a simple thing for you that'll definitely help me out and help more people hear the thing that you are enjoying as well. So thanks a lot. God bless. And I appreciate your help in advance.